Hello, I'm Bill Lawrence, and welcome to another edition of my Big Bag of Onions. Each show is a carefully curated selection of undeservedly unfamiliar songs and a dozen brand new short stories written exclusively for Colm Radio and especially for this show by you, our listeners. So it's time for you to sit back because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. by Andrew Peeney. It's like my feet have the plague. Foul-smelling durian fruit are banned from airline cabins, but my feet aren't. Shop staff don't let me try shoes on. They have that right. In people's houses, I leave my footwear near cat litter trays in the hope of establishing plausible deniability. I sleep under different bridges each night in order not to become infamous. But 
ultimately, it is really me who is the principal victim. So, I am placing my feet in self-isolation inside my virtually airtight python boots and keeping them approximately six feet distant from my nose at all times. Friends by Phil Boast. Quite often, if the weather was nice, Albert took his lunchtime sandwiches and thermos flask to the park, where he often shared a bench with a pretty young lady called Emily. After so many years and so many occasional meetings, they'd become close friends. He knew most things about her life and he felt that he could talk to her about anything. Emily was a good listener. Sharon walked through the park every day on her way to the afternoon shift at the glue factory. The old man was there again, sitting on his bench, talking to himself as usual. Every onion in this show tastes of our community. Stay tuned for our full recipe of onion chat and music, mixed and cooked to perfection. Do not repeat, do not leave your onions unattended. Full terms and conditions apply.
We emptied sacks of bread, moulding soft dough inside into menageries, then gobbling them until our stomachs ached. We saved bread sacks and filled them with crusts we wouldn't eat. The ducks at Mystic Seaport were grateful, quacking pleasure, following until they had quarrelled over every last morsel. Bread sacks on strings were kites we could never afford to buy at toy shops. We saved bread sacks that held pollywogs from the pond, our eyes wide with wonder when they became frogs. Bread sacks held plumeria strung into lays, welcoming our daddy home from sea. I still save bread sacks.
Alarm by Tony Pierce. Every day, the same thing keeps happening. I feel like I'm in an endless loop. I simply can't understand it. I open my eyes and he's there, staring at me. He brings me a cup of tea and pats my hand. Who is this person, and why is he so concerned with my welfare? Tomorrow it will be different. I will set the alarm. I will wake up before him, and I will try to figure it out. The clues must be out there. I just need to work out where the alarm is, and how to set it. If I speak, will you surrender? Cause I've held my tongue too many times I can't breathe under the pressure You know I've been told too many lies I'm getting violent, welcome in the world They've been looking for a stranger Oh, 
on the low, looking for the promised land. It's not really for me. Try your best to understand. I've been on the low, looking for the promised land. It's not really for me. Try your best to understand. I'm getting by. They've been looking for a stranger to burn They've been whispering some dangerous words It's an unwelcoming world You know I'm coming to you Long days, hard nights It's an unwelcoming world We're serving extra tasty onions today with additional onion vitamins and minerals exclusively brought to you by our writers from our own community. Enjoy the full onion experience exclusively on 106.6 FM Cone Radio. Narcosis Belief by Steve Gow This year's vacation had been a long time in coming and now that he was two days into it Brad had started to feel the chokingly oppressive demands on him shift from work to home and now to the beach the internal and external calls on him to relax, to chill out, grated on his injured mind like a fork on a cheap dinner plate. But it was only here, around the 40 meter depth, where the nitrogen narcosis encouraged the exhaled bubbles to tickle his temples and soothe the conscience damaged by his crimes that Brad truly found some peace. In the snow light, in the swan light, in the white and white light of a winter storm, my delight and your delight kept each other warm. In the snow light, in the swan light, in the white and white light of a winter storm, my delight and your delight. Kept each other warm. The next afternoon, and love gone so soon, I met myself alone in a windless calm, silenced at the bone after the white storm. In the snow light, in the swan light, in the white and white light of a winter storm, my delight. Your delight kept each other warm. What more was to come out from the cocoon in the silent room? Pouring out white light, I'm a real spoon opened in the night. In the snow light, in the swan light, in the white on white light. The winter storm, my delight and your delight kept each other warm. The cool petals shone like some winter moon. Shadow of a swan Echoing the light of 
Tipping Point by Tom Woolsey. Ten minutes into the slick ladling of word salad in the swanky hotel lobby, secreted among the curious investors, I stood and addressed him using one of his aliases. He stared at me, trying to figure out what this knowledge of mine might mean. Using that alias, he'd stolen my trustful uncle's nest egg. I mentioned two more of his aliases for good measure. Finally, he said, Don't believe everything Google tells you. I started handing out flyers. Wait, you use these different names? Someone asked him. He tried, rolling his eyes. Well? Someone else pressed. My work was done.
Kilometers by Ian Sayers. We queued outside, the spacing lines keeping us apart. In the supermarket, a man entered an aisle as I was leaving. We moved back quickly, nodding at one another almost imperceptibly. How much he looked like Kenny, I thought, as I gathered supplies for my virtual pub with him that evening. At the till, I stretched out to place my food before a woman in a mask. I made a point of thanking her, and for once actually meant it. Leaving, I danced around those coming in, wondering if I would ever feel so close again to those around me. Don't stand, don't stand so, don't stand so close to me. Don't stand, don't stand so, don't stand so close to me. These unique and original 100-word short stories are written exclusively by listeners and then placed in my big onion bag. Father and Son by David Price
I'd envisaged him broken, pale, anguished. It seemed a good strategy to reduce my anxiety. Witnessing him in the flesh, a serenity took hold. Things became finite. His skin blistered, mottled. His face drooped, dribbling. The slight twitch of the nostrils. His chipped yellow toenails poking out from the bed. The inevitability of it all. Your flesh and blood soon to be extinguished. The futility. The hope of a better afterlife. Suddenly a cough. His eyelids flutter open. He turns his head to face me. He mouths something. I put my ear close to his lips. There's no breath. Nothing. Inspection by Paul Hooper. The dive master said it might happen. Just kneel on the bottom near the wreck and stay still. Sure enough, they came. A cylindrical column of silver descended from above. One by one they glided past my face. It was almost like each fish wanted to check me out. Silver trevallies all with a jet black spot on their sides. Another school was circling, 
10 meters above me, but in a flat, circular formation. Then, from nowhere, a giant trevally muscled its way through the column. It was in no hurry. It was clearly the biggest, baddest gangster on the block. Bill's big bag of onions. John Dew. We dismounted our rally steeds, leant them against the former house exterior, and tucked into our packed lunches. Ruined orange brick and flint walls, a crumbling stone entrance portico with a hint of jasmine. Arts and sciences should be like mines where the noise of new works and advances are heard. On what morning did Francis Bacon decide, staring from these windows, that 
Hope is a good breakfast but a bad supper. Did he write, for light to shine so brightly, darkness must be present, as his candle sputtered to an end? I like a little bacon in my sandwiches. Here on 106.6 FM Colne Radio, we only serve the finest onions. Each one has been lovingly and organically hand-reared, using only our finest onion juice and our generations of deep onion knowledge to produce these award-winning soundscapes of original stories and perfectly chosen music.
Phil's Big Bag of Onions is a Guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. Dolce et decorum est by Adrian Cohen When this bloody war is over No more soldiering for me In 1914, John Middleton was serving with the 7th Yorkshire Regiment in the British Army in India. In 1915, they were redeployed to Egypt before being sent to Gallipoli to fight against Turkey. In 1916, Middleton's unit was evacuated and returned to Egypt, where it joined the Egyptian Expeditionary Force which guarded the Suez Canal. In 1917, he and his regiment were sent to the Western Front, where they remained until the armistice in 1918. He wasn't demobbed. Instead, the British Army sent him to fight the Bolsheviks. He was killed in a bar brawl in Murmansk in 1919. When I get my civic clothes on Oh, how happy I will be The Colonel said these bodies sting Won't someone come and drag them away Try to clean them up, but they mow us down And the English colonel looks the other way The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak Well, I ran for the trench, but I had no time to speak My heart said yeah, but my head said no when the English colonel said it's time to go He said, what's the few men? He said, what's the few men? job is never done So he declares time out on Christmas Day We held the enemy in our arms And we plowed each other's dead into the clay While the Lord said death will be no longer And all of these things away Time heals the pain, you ain't the problem I 
lived a lie, love is the crime, it's who I believe in No need to blame myself, no need to die, I'm only human I'm done, you got to put me on, I know we can come along Don't hesitate, time heals the pain, you ain't the problem by Sully Wazy. Reginald was walking past the tinned pilchards when the angel appeared, hovering somewhere between the luncheon meat and the reduced goods to clear. Her golden radiance shone out, and an aura of peace was all about her, her wings casting bright light onto the sandwich spread. She did not speak, but she smiled at Reginald, and such a sense of well-being filled him that he forgot entirely about his shopping. After she had gone, he abandoned his half-filled shopping trolley in the aisle and left the store. It is not every day, after all, that one sees an angel. You have been listening to Onions, written by Andrew Peeney, Phil Boast, Pamela Ennis, Tony Pierce, Steve Gow, Tom Woolsey, Ian Sayers, Dave Price, Paul Hooper, John Dew, Adrian Cohen, and Sully Wazy. And so that's all we have time for, for this edition of the show. If you would like to contribute an onion, just get in touch, either with Com Radio or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. And remember, the stories must be exactly 100 words long. So join us again soon, on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening, for the next edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Be seeing you. Radio.